0: This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we
1: are one serving you. Morning Drive on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T 97, three and double T 97, three. Dot com Yates flooring center chat line is open. Go to the double T 97, three mobile app. It's presented by happy state bank. Okay. So I was listening to the bottom line yesterday and you guys were doing, uh, I think you're doing take versus take. I'm not sure what the question was, but, uh, Jeff was a, was a marathon man yesterday. I mean, stem to stern. He was, uh, and then some, <laughs>
2: Okay. <laughs> you were you were on no one wanted to be me yesterday by the time I got out of here at seven thirty.
1: <laughs> okay um but you were talking about energy drinks and you said you've never had an energy drink uh because Jeff was talking about drinking a Red Bull or something along those lines and uh and I said to myself that's what I have in common with Jamie Okay. I have never had an energy drink as well. I think they mm-hmm. scare me. Okay. I mean, I don't necessarily... I don't need my heart racing any more than it already does. Mm-hmm. You know? fair. You know? So the, the Red Bull has never been attractive to me. The Red Bull and vodka or just uh, any of those, you know, dual or any of... I mean, I just... None of those things just... it It just makes me kind of go tap the brakes on that so they never that's that's what we have in common all right we have never i've never had an energy drink so my first one will be my my next one i find my next bad, one will be my first I find
3: other bad things to put in my body instead yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah oh yeah no no yeah. no 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 question
3: no no question uh, i'm not gonna try to act like i'm a super uh, oh, healthy, no. healthy nut no no no, no i'm no. not the uh you know, low fat, weight, the wheat thin guy. So
1: right, right. Yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm trying to get back into my program. F- I'm the
3: full fat Reese's peanut butter cup guy.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, but you burn all the calories off with all your basketball and your your tennis and you're running around and on occasion. on stuff like that. So I've I've got to get I've got to get more back into my into my program. I I found this. I I, I just I think this is really odd and if i'm if I'm Michigan, I'd be really turned off by this, but he just led your team to a, its first national championship since nineteen ninety seven but you know Jim Harbaugh has interviewed with the uh Los Angeles Chargers and probably talking to other teams as well about getting back into the n f l
3: Atlanta Falcons as well right
1: yeah, the Atlanta Falcons as well um and He's also continued to negotiate with Michigan, but he wants immunity for anything bad uh, that would have happened uh, under his watch. In other words, he's requesting wording that would keep him from being fired as a result of anything that took place previously that uh, remains under investigation by the NCAA, meaning Harbaugh still could face some sanctions if he remains... In the college game, the NCAA issued a notice of allegations in December that included a level one allegation against Harbaugh for misleading investigators, according to the CBS article, as it pertained to alleged recruiting violations. Wolverines suspended Harbaugh for the first three games of the season. Like, really, you know, you know they, they played Odessa High, you know, among their games that they played in their first three games. <laughs> that was the level of competition yeah. that they faced.
3: I think Odessa High is pretty good in football.
1: Probably, but probably. <laughs> but you, you understand it's the basketball that we're. But talking. anyway, it's just like how how could Michigan go? Oh yeah, hey, whatever you did, uh, we're going to just go. Okay, no matter how bad it is, you are going to have immunity.
3: It sounds like Harbaugh is saying, um. There, I'm fearful that there's a potential for um, me to get fired for cause with cause, and obviously that would mean I wouldn't get the money that you promised me. Mm -hmm. And so, I want to guarantee that uh, I'm gonna get the money. There's so, so basically, like, whatever contract he signs, there can be no. No firing that would cause him to not get paid. What's part of that contract?
1: It's 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 an admission of guilt without an admission of guilt.
3: I mean, most coaches don't ask for this because most coaches aren't are admitting that hey, I've already done something wrong. Right, 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 right.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, it's basically he he knows what he's done. All right, mm-hmm. and it's probably a little bit more gray area than than normal. Or it's just flat out against the rules, mm-hmm. and so as a result, he wants them to say, "It's okay. Whatever you did is fine. You don't even have to tell us that you did this. If they find that you did this, they uncover this. We're we're not going to find you, fire you, and we're going to still pay you."
3: Now, what an odd deal, right? It is I an mean, odd you, deal. Well, just the whole the whole situation. I mean, they, you know, I mean. Michigan knows he's interviewing for other jobs. hmm Okay. Knows, no, you know he wants to leave, but you sure do appreciate what he's just done for you. Right. Okay. And so I, I guess there's a sense that, yeah, we knew all along that he was wanted to be an NFL coach and that he's going to go be an NFL coach. But I don't know. It just feels like... <sighs> I mean, I, he's a free agent, I guess, to a certain degree, so he can do whatever he wants. And so you, as Michigan, you sit back and say, well, I hope he chooses us. But, man, I, at the same time, you're like, mm, we kind of got to be figuring out if we got somebody else on board
1: Yeah, because to be the next
3: these, head coach. Because
1: all these other schools, are they're working. Yeah. They're they're revamping it, their rosters. I mean, they're recruiting.
3: It feels like he's really putting Michigan in a bad spot. Yeah.
1: Now, here's the other question. Probably every other school in a Power Five conference would say, I'd love to be in that situation. I'd love to have that problem.
3: Or you just came off of winning a national championship. Yes. Right. Right. But you wouldn't love the problem of we have our head coach shopping himself everywhere across the NFL landscape, and we're just going to sit back and wait. We're left to, you know, pick up the scraps. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, you know, Michigan behind the scenes is talking to people, but I don't know. it yeah, just, and and I mean, what about the recruiting class? What are they thinking?
1: Right, and then and and you know, who's who's next there, and what about you know his staff and everything like that? It's
3: yeah, it I seems mean, to be
1: a bit of a mess.
3: It, it, no question. I'll I'll be shocked if he's not in the NFL. I
1: think I, mean, I will it feels be. Feels like
3: Michigan needs to just move on.
1: Yeah. Hey, Jim, thanks very much. We're going to hang a banner. You'll yeah. always have a legacy they should, here.
3: They should not even tell him. They should just have a, a press conference. <laughs> hey, Michigan has announced this guy. We've just hired him. <laughs> and Barbara's like, what?
0: <laughs> this is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: And with this day in sports history, here is Jeff McGuire. We're
2: going to start in 1961 with the 11th NBA All-Star Game. In Syracuse, New York, mm-hmm. in what county, Jamie?
3: Uh, I don't remember the county.
2: O- Onondaga. O O N O N D A G A. Onondaga. Hey, there we go. Yeah. See, I had no shot at it. That's why I was yeah. hoping you would be able to. At the uh, at their county Coliseum is where the NBA game was at. The West beats the East, one fifty three to one thirty one. Oscar Robertson from Cincinnati Royals, point guard, is your MVP at twenty two. He's the youngest player to receive the All-Star MVP honors, 23 points, and 14 assists. Okay.
3: 1970. First NBA game I ever saw was at the Carrier Dome in Syracuse. It was a preseason exhibition game, but right after Derek Coleman got drafted by the Nets, I think it was the next year, they, uh... New Jersey came to Syracuse, and I was like, yeah, I want to go watch an NBA game. I'd never been to one before, so I watched a preseason game. So it kind of doesn't count. It counts enough. Yeah.
2: Were they NBA players playing basketball? And in fact, playing a game?
3: They, well, I mean, yeah. yeah.
2: Then you watched an NBA game.
3: hmm And those terrible tie-dyed New Jersey Nets jerseys. Mm. <laughs>
2: Uh, 1970, Sporting News names Willie Mays as Player of the Decade for the 60s. 1990, Major League Baseball pitcher Dave Stewart signs a record $3.5 million per year deal with the Oakland Athletics. Mm. Wow. Mm. And they haven't raised their salary since.
3: Yeah, really.
2: 1994, Patrick Ewing becomes the first New York player to reach 15,000-point mark in an NBA career, scoring a game-high 34 points in the Knicks' 106-94 win over the visiting Minnesota Timberwolves. 1997, NBA suspends Dennis Rodman indefinitely for kicking a cameraman.
1: Oh, man. Yep, remember that. In the groin. In the groin.
2: And in 2004, after blowing a 10-point lead in the second half and withstanding a three-minute stretch in which the lead changed eight times, Ronald Ross converted a pair of late steals into breakaway dunks, and the number 22 Red Raiders won 75 to 66 over Baylor for their 10th straight victory. Nice. It is National Hot Buttered Rum Day. I'm out. Is it good, Jeff? I've never had it, but when your ingredients include brown sugar, rum, vanilla extract, butter, hot water, cinnamon, nutmeg, and allspice, I'm willing to try it. What old so spice? T- allspice. <laughs>
1: allspice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, they put some clone in there. Jeff. I was just like it's
1: like, well, the way that he said it, you know, like old spice? Old Spice.
3: <laughs> so uh, clearly a hot drink, it's right? A, yeah, it's
1: a hot drink. It's, uh, it's the butter a, is what turns me off.
3: It just adds a little creamy just,
2: texture I to just, it. I mean, you're not putting in a stick of butter, <laughs> and you're. It's mostly getting absorbed with the the brown sugar and vanilla extract. Yeah. So if you like cookies, that's kind of where this is going.
3: I think the drinking of Old Spice would would turn yeah. oh up. definitely yeah. yeah i mean it da, da, would make da, da, my da, breath smell da, 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 better though yeah.
2: although you might be able to also hang one-handed into chin-ups that way while talking to a commercial yeah yes. so there's that right yes right. yes uh quick best talker on campus of texas tech university uh tom stone happy birthday texas tech soccer coach tom stone turns 58 today wow
3: i, I was trying to think if there's anybody that like rivals him like, I don't think Tom Stone, uh, like, is not like the guy that won't stop talking. No, that's not that's not him. He's just a great motivational speech giver or whatever mm-hmm. um, or speech in general giver. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I have no idea what he's like in a locker room. But I, I so far, I think Grant McCaslin has shown that he he can motivate some people. Yeah, no question. Yeah.
2: Starting quarterback for the Texas Tech Road Raiders, Baron Morton, 22 today. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to Jim Carrey, who's 62, Steve Harvey, 67, Dwayne Wade, 42, James Earl Jones, 93, Kid Rock, 53, Maury Povich, 85, Trevor Bauer, 33, Kyle Tucker, 27, and Tanner Shepherds
3: is 37. Trevor Bauer, what a sad story, dude. Mm-hmm. That dude, man, he got... host. Hosed. Hosed. Man, cost him hundreds of millions of dollars. And his complete reputation. Do you think Uh, he'll pitch in the majors again? I hope so. Uh, For his sake, I do. I mean, I didn't particularly love him before he was. I mean, I thought he was cocky and all that kind of stuff. Before the whole allegations or whatever. Um, But I just think that's a a crime there. And Mm -hmm. um, it's so sad. So I hope he gets another shot. I don't know if there's a team that's, you know, willing to take that, that shot. I don't know. He's probably still pretty good. He pitched in Japan last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: Apparently, Double T Stat guy also has a birthday today.
3: Yes, that's right. Yeah. Off the
1: 8th Foreign Center chat line.
3: Well, happy birthday, Double T Stats guy.
2: And something else celebrating a birthday today, Uh, as opposed to someone else. Something else. Something else. On this day in 1953. A prototype, the Chevrolet Corvette sports car makes its debut at the General Motors Motorama Auto Show at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York City. The Corvette, named for a fast type of naval warship, was, has eventually become an iconic <coughs> American muscle car and remains in production
3: today. Named the, after a fast it,
2: warship. Yep. I did not know that.
3: That's cool. And that is, that cool.
1: is this Dan sports history. All right, this day in sports history.
2: And I will say the new Stingrays look absolutely phenomenal. Would you uh, that's a
1: that's a in car a that I wouldn't mind owning someday. In a but that is uh, it's it's not the easiest one to get in and out of as you get a little bit older in life. Yeah,
2: you're on the ground, like yeah. on the ground. There's very 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 little clearance.
3: Yeah, my last one was pretty low. My, my dad used to always complain about it. Okay. Corvette. No, my last car. <laughs> you were low to the ground, and I'm, I'm not a Corvette. You were about guy. to be
2: like eight levels higher in coolness yeah. if you don't have a Corvette. Yeah. Not gonna I, lie.
3: It's, do it's, I look like a? Oh wow. No, do I you look do not. like a guy that drives a Corvette. No. Yeah. No. Just doesn't. I'm. I'm big on you. You have to fit your car, and I, <gasps> I don't fit that. as Jeff says, I'm not nearly cool enough. <laughs> no, your your coolness would have just gone up. <laughs> meaning i'm not cool enough <laughs> you are
1: cool
2: enough to own one but if you had owned one it gets higher
1: i think we'd be shocked if you rolled in here in a corvette
3: just not, not how i roll
1: yeah
0: your daily dose of sports and fun this is the morning drive podcast from double t 97 3 presented by cantex roofing and construction
1: the uh gates flooring center chat line is open Go to the Double T ninety seven three mobile app for that. It's uh, presented by Happy State Game Bank. Uh, this, uh, Jamie, I was going to say hi last night at the friendship game, but I've listened long enough to know small talk is not your thing.
3: It's just so unfair. You've painted this picture of me. Okay, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not painting this picture. Okay. Of you. <laughs> I would have loved for him or her to have said hi last mm-hmm. night. I will say that if my child is playing, I'm right not really talkative. I'm sure you're focused to, I'm focused. Yeah. Okay. That's understandable. Um, but um any other time,
1: mm-hmm.
3: man, I'm I'm happy to chit chat. Now I'm it's probably not gonna last, you know, twenty minutes like it, mm-hmm. it might with, with my my very, very outstanding co host to my <laughs> left. But I would be happy to say hi, meet you, and shake your hand, and mm-hmm. chit chat about a few things, whatever. I'm ha- always happy to do that. But um, yeah, I, I it's not going to be as long as the conversation with Chuck. I'll probably tell you that.
1: <laughs> well, I, I you know I had a, a conversation. I mean, it was an extensive conversation, extended conversation with a Morning Drive listener at uh, at Love Field the other day. So we had we had chatted about a number of things.
3: nobody's doubting your ability to chat (laughs) right right.
1: i mean that's really that's that's really what my that's my only skill set is i have the ability to to chat have conversation Mm -hmm. have uh have a little bit of you know just uh, run into people at uh various various things and uh i like to uh i like to have like to have conversation
3: there is nothing wrong with that to
1: the to the point where sometimes those those that are with me just walk off. They just leave me, leave me behind to kind of, kind of fend, fend for myself.
3: Yeah, but in fairness, if you happen to have been, there's plenty of times where you would be talking to those that are with you, mm-hmm. and then somebody more important, you know, <laughs> no, that's, walks by. No, that's and not true. <laughs> that's not would you like
2: to place a wager? Get
3: up. <laughs> A wager? And suddenly Because you, it
2: has happened to both of the two of us yeah, yeah, yeah. while we have been out on location
1: someplace. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I'm around you guys all the time. So you saw someone more important. Sometimes there's people that I see that I don't necessarily have the opportunity to always see and realize that this is my opportunity to go get them. Meaning go, that go they
2: are at that moment, they are more important. And it's fine. We get it. Yeah, we're not mad at you for this. Okay, but really, we're not. Okay, we've come to expect it. Okay, like I'm it's not, like, oh, cool.
3: I'm not mad.
1: You're not mad. Yeah, I,
2: I, Jamie doesn't have to small talk anymore. I, that's right.
3: I... <laughs> <laughs> Simple.
1: Simple. Uh, Texas Tech uh, women's basketball tonight. They'll take on Iowa State. This Iowa State team, they they have flipped their roster. Um. Five freshmen, two sophomores, two juniors, and three seniors. Five um, freshmen. Five freshmen. That's shocking. I know. I know. Right? Five. Five freshmen. And if I'm if I've done my my research right, there's no like grad transfers here. Um, you know, they've got um, a freshman uh, that's leading the charge at almost 16 a game. Her name is. Uh, Addie Brown, and then uh, they've got another freshman uh, that is their leading scorer in Big Twelve play and overall. Uh, Audie Crooks, she is six three uh, from Algona, Iowa. She's averaging eighteen and almost eight rebounds a game. But get this, you would you would just man your head will spin when I tell you this number. She leads them in free throws made with fifty. Her free throw percentage is 61%. Mm. Yeah.
3: yeah. It gets a line a ton, though. Uh,
1: her field goal percentage, though, is 62%. She's made 107 field goals on the season.
3: So she shoots better from the floor than at the free throw line.
1: Yeah, I think she, she okay. gets a lot of well. little points in the paint would be my guess. Yeah,
3: so here's what we're going to do today. We're going to see all the bigs in the game for the Lady Raiders, and they're going to use a bunch of fouls. I hope so. And then they're going to box out on free throws. Box out on free throws. Okay. No. Okay. Well, I'll, you're going to use every foul you got on that bench.
1: I'll, I'll tell coach Gerlich then. Hey, this, this, right? I mean,
3: wouldn't you think that that's what you would do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You right. would tell, tell your girls, Hey, we're, we're going to put you in there. She gets the ball mm-hmm. in the post. Just hack a <laughs> Audi.
1: Gotti. Uh, here's the, here's the crazy thing from your, your two games a year ago. Um, uh, well, one of your games, uh, from, from the game that you played against Iowa State last year in Lubbock, uh, the leading returning score for the Lady Raiders is Jazz Lewis. She had 13. Uh, it was a loss. It was a big loss. Uh, you, you fell to them 81-58. to 58. And they do have Emily Ryan back. Um, she's been injured, uh, but she is uh, she's now, now playing again for them. But here's, here's the concerning thing for the Lady Raiders and they they have got to get this turned around in order to win seven or eight games in, in Big 12 play.
3: Concerning thing is that they can't start high at all. No doubt. They s- consistently put themselves No doubt. 6 or 8 points behind just right off the bat.
1: Yes. So they're they're playing an, an Iowa State team that get this is their 5 and 0 oh. But in the first quarter, Iowa State's been outscored by their Big 12 opponents by 23 points. So you have an opportunity tonight.
3: In five games.
1: In five games. And then in the second quarter, they've been outscored, Iowa State has, by 15 points. But coming out of halftime, they've outscored their opponents in the third quarter by 39 and in the fourth quarter by 17. Okay. Okay. Meanwhile, the Lady Raiders have been outscored in every quarter of Big 12 play, but in the first and third quarter, those are the two biggest quarters, first by 13, third by 15. But here's the bigger, to me, this is the bigger problem for them is their specialty stat production in Big 12 play versus the non-conference. For instance, in non-conference play, you averaged almost 38 points in the paint. In Big 12 play, 19 Points off turnovers, non-conference twenty-eight, Big 12,
3: 12. Yeah, I mean it does make a genius to figure out what the difference is, right? Yeah, you're not scoring. No, the level of competition's well, way sure, better. Well, sure,
1: absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I but, mean but, we, but
3: we've talked about the schedule and yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. No, no, no question. But you you, you didn't a,
3: forget how to do these things. You're just playing way better players.
1: No, I understand that, but I mean you've got to be it's. But you're you're being outscored in the paint in Big Twelve play thirty six point eight to eighteen point eight almost, you know eighteen points a ball game. You're being outscored off turnovers by twelve points a game, second chance points three points a game. So I don't know, you just you're gonna you're gonna have to you're gonna have to play better, and you just haven't you haven't done that.
3: Mm-hmm. Gotta get up yeah. to a better start. That's yeah. that's for certain. Yeah, um, gotta do what you've done all season long, and that's get to the free throw line a bunch. So um, being aggressive. At, at, attacking the rim is benefits you in a bunch of different ways right you've been a good free throw shooting team so be aggressive trying to get to the rim and and create offense and hopefully that also leads to you kicking out to some of your better shooters who you know you've you've caused someone to leave a shooter because you're driving you beat your man but yeah, gotta have Shavers and gotta have Moppin able to to get downhill and create some offense, both for themselves and for their teammates.
1: Yeah, Shavers did not have a good game against Oklahoma. She had just three points and four rebounds. Moppin against the Sooners had twelve and two, and um, you know you're just you're not going to win when that's when that's the case. Yeah, you just you just you just not you're not mm-hmm. going you're not going to win, and you got to you got to do a better job of taking care of the basketball. As well. And then making them, the other team, pay when you've when they've turned it over on you. Sure. You know, you just have not been able to to do that. All right. Jamie's question of the day is next here this morning on The Morning Drive. The Morning
0: Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station. Double T
3: 97.3. All right. I'm going to go to Big 12 football mm-hmm. right now because it's... Um... Yeah, it's just been quiet. We haven't heard. We haven't talked much Big Twelve football okay. lately.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: All right, so I'm going to ask you a question about coaches. Mm-hmm. Two parter. Two parter. Okay. Seems like most times I have more than one part.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you just know that we are going to make them more than one part. So you just go ahead and start with that.
3: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I want you to tell me who you think is the most. And and let's um let's kick Texas and Oklahoma out. Okay. We'll we'll add the new schools into the mix. Okay, Mm -hmm. the Texas and Oklahoma are gone. Um, Who's the most underrated coach in the Big Twelve, and who's the most overrated that you think gets more love than he deserves?
1: Mm, Love. I maybe if if you'd asked this question a year ago, I might have said Matt Campbell in terms of the most overloved. It seems a little bit of that bloom is off. Man, I just... You said most loved and underloved.
3: Most (laughs) overrated and underrated.
1: Most overrated and underrated. Okay. yeah, I put the word loved in there.
3: Overrated. Well, I did say, I mean, a guy that gets more love than he deserves. I don't, or than you think he deserves
1: okay overrated and underrated because it's like um man that's a really jeff on, you want to go first that's really on the over- okay
2: so it's a really good th- question this feels like i'm attacking him on the overrated mm-hmm. but i i also think at some elements he's properly rated Deion sanders mm-hmm. he has improved that team dramatically but how many wins did they have they improved. They improved the roster. I'm looking at Colorado as being a potential giant if they can continue to do what they are doing. They are on the upswing for sure. They won four
1: games last year.
2: But they won four games. And all we talked about during non-conference <clears throat> play was Colorado, 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 Colorado with Deion Sanders. And then as soon as any other opening popped up, like or any possible opening was popping up, well, is Deion going to go there? They won four games. But is it an improvement? 100%. Is he doing a good job? No doubt. So I feel like there's some properly rated on improvement, but he's not Nick Saban. He would also probably be the first person to tell you he's not Nick Saban. The, the, not that he won't eventually be, but he's not currently. Okay. Um, Underrated? Underrated? Chris Kleinman. I mean, how can you – when we're talking about best Big 12 coaches, we never bring up Kansas State although all he has done there is continue winning in that program and get a big 12 title that and continue to whip whip our tail on a constant basis
3: all right i'll take as far as overrated goes okay and again this is partly about where they're rated i'm going to take matt campbell okay Because it feels like every time there's a big open, and I think he's a good coach. I think he's done a good job. Mm -hmm. But I don't think he's done this amazing job. He doesn't seem to me like, man, this is the guy that Michigan should hire, Ohio State should hire. And it feels like every time there's one of those openings, people are talking about Matt Campbell. And I'm just like, he's done a good job. But, I mean, Iowa State's never been in. I mean, the one time they were thought of that – a few years back where, hey, that that's a top 15 team or whatever, they were very, very, very mediocre. And so I, I just I think he's a good coach. I, I think he's done a good job there at Iowa State. I just don't think he's done some amazing job, okay? As, and, and again, I think he's been rated highly, all right? Uh, on the underrated part of it, it kills me to say, but I think it's Mike Gundy. I agree. I, I am a guy that just loves consistency. I, I don't love roller coasters i just man i like to know what i'm getting and um he's been there a long time obviously but he continues to win and with different sets of players and you know last year we all knew coming in they didn't have a great roster and we also knew that they had an easy schedule and that factored into it or whatever but i thought i mean he did a a really good job last year that is kind of added to what he's always done he just finds ways to win and uh Man, he goes. It feels like his coordinators come and go so fast. They're getting jobs elsewhere. They just they just keep winning, and so I think he deserves a ton of credit for that. And um, I think he's underrated.
1: I, I agree with you on Matt Gundy or Mike Gundy. I mean, I, I I I think you're exactly right. I mean, they went seven and two in the Big Twelve, ten and four overall. And and this is going to surprise you, but I think a guy that gets an awful lot of talk that went five and four. And their non-conference was really puffed up, but I mean he, I mean he has gotten praise after praise after praise, and that's Lance Leipold at Kansas. I mean, some of it's deserved, but I think he, I think they really, really blow him up.
3: Uh, did you notice where Kansas football was before he got no, there? No, I know, I know, I know. And for how long? I know. I think Lance has done an amazing job. No, I, I think just, he's properly rated.
1: I just. It's like it's like every time a big job comes open, his name's mentioned, and I mean they went five and four in the. If big I was an
3: AD, that'd be a guy I'd go after. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, you, yeah, I, I think he's properly rated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I just, I think, I think every, it's, it's the obligatory now. Got to go talk to him. I don't know. I. It'll be, it'll be interesting as their expectations... The program
3: was dead and buried for years. Yes, it yes. was a doormat. Yes. It was horrendous. Yes, I'm, I'm, it was beyond bad. I'm, I'm, a, I'm aware.
1: Yeah. I'm aware. I just kind of look at it sometimes and go, "Okay, did it, did it really... You know, when you think what about... What you're
3: finding out, as a Kansas fan, is that mm-hmm. you can take the jump to this level. Mm-hmm. It's not... It, it takes some time before you take it to the next level. Oh yeah. No. So to go from two wins to seven wins is one thing, mm-hmm. but to go from seven to nine or seven to ten is not the easiest thing.
1: Well, can you? You're go...
3: not really the known as the most patient person in the world.
1: Me personally?
3: Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like you're you're like okay, well you jumped to seven. Why are we not at ten? Yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. It's that easy. Off of the Visual
2: Edge IT hotline, uh, overrated Joey Maguire with all the hype that has gone on and and didn't quite have the season this year that everyone was expecting to have. And not even close.
3: Um, I would tell you, I mean, from straight from us, where we rated things, everything that had anything to do with tech football this year ended up being overrated. Yeah. Right. I mean, I mean, maybe not Ben Roberts where we thought he was going to be or, or Taj Brooks. We probably didn't overrate them, but there wasn't much else. We all expected a whole different story than what we got last year.
0: The Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by CanTex Roofing and Construction.
1: So what what is a, uh, just as you kind of enter the season, what do you think is a realistic expectation for this baseball team?
3: uh host a regional okay finish in the top three of the big 12. okay um
1: if you finish in the top three in the big 12 do you have a well, you probably don't have a chance at hosting a super do you probably
3: no I, w- I wouldn't say that's out the door okay yeah i mean TCU's. i mean they're ranked inside the top 10. texas is i don't remember what they were in the d1 15 or 16 maybe um you know they're always good they look like they're they're Loaded and ready again this year. Um, I think Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, West Virginia will be pretty good as well. So no, I, I think if you're finishing in the in the top three, you're probably top fifteen ish in the country.
1: So you got a shot?
3: Yeah. You got a shot. Yeah.
1: What uh <laughs> this is shallow end of the pool, okay, so just prepare yourself. What do you think the impact of the new scoreboard's gonna be on the baseball team?
3: Zero. Okay.
1: Have you seen any uh, renditions of it or what it's gonna be able to do as an exploding scoreboard like what the Astros had at the Astrodome back in the day or any any special tricks or anything like that, better video quality, things along those lines?
3: This conversation we're having right now is more conversations than I've had um, hearing about the scoreboard with anybody, with anybody, okay, yeah. So I know nothing about said scoreboard.
2: I don't know. I think it will have an impact on the Red Raider baseball team. It will give them some a new target to put dents in. There you go. And sometimes when you're a hitter, like you know yep.
1: Gavin Cash, that's important. Yeah. Uh, then, then I'll just ask. I'll ask this question: Is it going to be big enough?
3: <laughs> Not for you, I'm <laughs> sure. sure.
1: Is it going to be? Is it going to be big enough?
2: Is there okay. such a thing as too big?
3: On a scoreboard?
1: No. So by definition, are
2: not they the all too small? Bigger the better.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it well, bigger from than the what distance they that Chuck is watching from? No, because <laughs> it's got to be bigger. It, sure. <laughs> can, I mar- <laughs> <82nd> <laughs> can I see it from the marsh From over on 82nd and Quaker? Can I see it from Can I see it from the
1: Martian Sharp on my way home? <laughs> Uh, and a, a, I, also, I'm
3: glad they're getting a new scoreboard. It was definitely, um, it was definitely needed. Well, they They had had some issues over the last couple of years. And yeah. so that that's good.
1: Yeah. Need a new TV set. Do you, and this is a serious question.
3: I mean, all of them on this show. are
1: <laughs> serious. Do you know what, what they're doing or plan to do with like the offices or that space, um, at uh, Rip Griffin park that was previously occupied by the coaches? Um, I, Are they making those into suites or something along those lines? I, I, Extra club C I I
3: I thought that I had heard that that would be more in the of the club stuff. Okay. Yeah, but that was a long time ago that I heard that, So and I do not know. Okay. I do not know. I do not. I've um, not asked those questions. So I assume that our radio booth will be right where it was before. Did they put your
1: name on it? Uh, Jamie Lint, Jeff I, Haxton radio booth? No, no. Reserved no. for Mr. Lint and Mr. Haxton?
3: mr haxton and his sidekick That's okay. i think what it says yeah okay yeah. yeah and whatever schmuck he brings with him yeah <sighs> don't, could don't, be me or gus or woodman don't, doesn't matter don't, as long as Hax is there
1: don't yeah. short yourself <laughs> uh this from the 8th flooring center chat line back to basketball is tonight's game the hardest test for the rest of the regular season uh, i wouldn't say that
3: We'll have to see what Houston, what Houston ends up being. I mean, you
1: uh, might be, you might say this is your toughest road game because you're okay. going to play at Oklahoma, you're going to play at TCU, you're going to play at Baylor, you're going to play at Iowa State, you're going to play at UCF, at West Virginia, and at Oklahoma State. You okay. don't have to go to Kansas or you don't have to go to Kansas State this year.
3: Okay, so right now, are any of those teams ranked as high as Houston?
1: In terms of the away games, no. Yeah. no.
3: Okay. So do you think which of those road games that you mentioned do you think are t- is tougher than this one?
1: Probably TCU. Or, or, or maybe
3: as tough. i think i'd probably disagree okay I, I i think i i'm gonna reserve the right to say let's find out more about houston
1: maybe i'm curious about oklahoma and that and that game will be uh, i mean
3: again you've, you've brought up two places that i don't think there'll be much atmosphere Hmm. well there will be atmosphere in fort worth because it'll be full of red raider fans yeah
1: yeah you know the the TCU Arena and, and or is there AD the keeping
3: Fert- Tech fans from buying tickets there too?
1: I don't know. The Fertitta Center and the um, My- Shawmeyer Arena are similar in size, similar in yeah. kind of nature.
3: Okay, so let me just ask you: Which one do you think on the schedule, going to be home or away, is going to be tougher?
1: Well, I think I think Houston will be the toughest road game, and I think Kansas will be your hardest home game this year. Okay, so Houston. I think Kansas will be a harder—I think Kansas will be your toughest opponent of the year. I think Houston's going to be your toughest road opponent of the year.
3: Okay, so you're disagreeing with the texture and saying Kansas will be a tougher game. Yeah. You kind of poo-pooed his, his question. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I And part of it is just my refusal to believe that Houston can be, can be good. Uh, and I'm
3: having a hard time being certain one way or the other because, you know, we just saw Houston, you know, lose two two games. And so I, I want to see what they end up being. But when I have seen them this year, they looked like a really good basketball team. I mean, they and lost so. by
1: a point to TCU on yeah. the road, lost by four on the road at Iowa State. And we all know Iowa how State. tough
3: it is at Iowa State to win. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't think I suddenly feel like Houston's not a great team. Um, you know Kansas lost at UCF, which I think is a worse loss than either one of those losses for Houston.
1: I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'd agree with that.
3: So, I don't. Know, I, I don't disagree that those are probably two of the toughest that you mentioned there with Kansas mm-hmm. at home. But I mean, Baylor on the road is going to be tough too.
1: I'm really going to be curious to see what the new Baylor arena is like when with with their team and with their fan base and because i mean it only seats eight thousand. okay i mean i'm just really kind That's, of fascinated how many by does it have
3: it? to be loud <laughs> it's I, going on at baylor i don't care if they have well, no, fans no 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 i, 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 I really know but i mean not. i'm just i'm just, just curious what the uh, atmosphere
1: is going to be uh, like
3: carry what the arena looks like i i hope we win there right No, i get i'm fascinated that. by that do we win there
1: right no, i'm just yeah. fascinated by what you know what it uh what the atmosphere is going to be like there. I mean,
2: how that, many fans? I'm, does I'm it
3: into winning and losing. <laughs> sure. I know
1: you are.
2: I'm,
3: yeah. Go ahead, Jeff.
2: How many fans does it have to have to be a raucous atmosphere that the building is set up for correctly and can really get going? Well,
1: I just think it's kind of crazy that you build a new place, you've won a national championship, and you build a new place smaller than the old place.
3: Did they have a lot of empty seats before?
1: Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, apparently
2: they did because they. So they didn't need the seating capacity. The craziness
3: is not that you built a smaller arena. The craziness is that you needed a smaller arena. Is that you've won national championships and you still don't get great support. Yeah. That's the crazy part.
1: Yeah. And then you've decided not to put any parking around it either. To make it even more inconvenient for people. So hard
3: for you park when you're with Lady Raiders. Also don't care about the Baylor fans parking situation. I don't know. I care
2: about the tech parking situation. Mm -hmm.
3: Hundred I mean, percent. The one time or a year that you might go there feels like you'd be all right. Wouldn't be that much of a challenge for you. Yeah.
0: This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of double T ninety seven three podcasts at double T973.com.